So Mitch Woodcock with us. You can read his work online, thewest.com.au, and in the West Australian newspaper. He's still a busy man at this time of year. G'day, Mitch. Morning, guys. How are we? How are you feeling? A few days out from grand final day in the Waffle? Oh, I'm not nervous at all, but I'm probably not running out there at all, am I? So, no, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm excited for it. I can't really wait. Should be a great day and a terrific contest. Um, John O'Marsh is the story, isn't he? Uh, that emerged yesterday from Bill Monaghan's comments. Isn't, isn't Bill playing some mind games? He's already accused Peel of spying on their training session on Sunday and picking up on the Marsh injury. So the war of words has started nice and early in the week. Yeah, so John O'Marsh, obviously the big story at the moment, whether he'll be fit and available, so it'll be interesting to see where that happens. Uh, a bit of a leg injury, uh, it's not the hamstring that kept him out late in the season, so he'll face a fitness test over the next few days. Had scans the other day, and I believe the club's working through the results now, so I should have an update later on today, but interesting to see where he lands. Uh, if he doesn't get up, then obviously, you know, they have Dylan O'Reilly, who didn't play in that final last uh, few weeks ago, to come in. He kicked 33 goals in 14 games and would be the unlucky one to miss out if he didn't actually play. So a, a bit of a luxury there for East Fremantle, having such depth. I mean, <clears throat> sentimentally, I suppose a lot of people are after East Fremantle. How do you see it at the moment? You know, Peel's performance last week and only losing by five points in that game against East Fremantle. Can you see them turning the tables? Oh, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, I think this is one of those cracking grand finals. I think this is the grand final we probably should have, considering the way both teams structure up. I think this could be a real 50-50 contest, and I can't really pick a winner just at the moment. I've got to have a look and really do some more in-depth stuff at the moment, and I'm thinking about re-watching that final again just to see exactly where both sides, you know, can be broken open by the other or when they where they can take advantage so I think it's going to be a really tight game and, and I think you know the depth that East Man will have some big bodies they've got plenty of former AFL experience and plenty of waffle experience whereas you know we know what Peel Thunder have got they've got 11 dockers but don't forget guys like Middleton and Brody Wem have really stood up um, same with Jack Sears so this should be an absolute cracking game guys it should be, and looking forward to being there to broadcast it. Hey, Daniel Curtin's going to run around in the Colts a little bit earlier on in the day. Still Colts eligible. He's expected to be drafted in the opening round of uh, the draft later this year in November. Played senior football at the end of the year for Claremont. That probably gives the Tigers a bit of an edge. Yeah, no, that'll be really great. It'll also hopefully get some you know, people through the gate a few more than we would expect. Um, yeah, Dan Curtin, he's going to be a fantastic player. Everyone's predicting he'll end up at the Eagles. It'll be interesting to see where that lands. Obviously, a bit of water under the bridge to go through, but Claremont, yeah, massive boost. Against a, a Perth side they beat a few weeks ago without him um, when he was playing in league footy against um, Subiaco. Sorry. So, yeah, this should be a cracking game. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this goes in the Colts, too. Plenty of young talent in there, and Cold Livingston from Perth, another one, a West Coast NGA Academy product, I believe, who, big ruckman, big forward, kick goals, taps it around, so this is fantastic. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. There'll be plenty of, uh, well, scouts there, I would imagine. So you mentioned a couple of names. Are there some that others that our listeners should keep an eye on? Um, yeah, look, I'm really just looking forward to the overall aspect of that Colts Grand Final. I think there's always some young talent, and there's always a guy who pops up here and there. You know, someone like Angus Sheldrick a few years ago was playing a lot of PSA and came in and played Colts and starred in the Grand Final. So it'll be one of those ones. Yeah, there's, there's lots of different names and lots of different faces, obviously, for both sides. At Perth, you've got Oscar Heim-Baston, obviously, considered a, a draftee as well, a draft chance. But the other problem is a lot of these guys in the Colts, you know, have played throughout the year, haven't actually played a lot of Colts because they've been away with the under-18 side. So, look, really curious to see how this one goes. Uh, Perth, I oh, lost by 30 points a few weeks ago in that final. 
There's some real big name. Bailey Banfield's one guy there. Zane uh, Zakel Stelsky. I apologise if I've mucked that up. A big young ruckman and guy who played defender at the under-18s. He's another one to watch. And then Sam Van Royen, the brother of Jacob Van Royen, kicked three goals that day as well. So this should be an absolute cracking contest in the Colts, guys. You'll hear it on Sport FM uh, from midday here on 91.3 Sport FM on Sunday. Hey, good news for Matt Roser. He's a good man of WA footy, terrific player at West Coast and Gold Coast, very serviceable player and has made a great career of, uh, of post-football in... Uh, various roles. He's been at the Eagles and of more recent times he's been at Peel Thunder as their GM of, of football and he's off to the Bombers. He's going to replace one of the more significant figures in footy, Adrian Dodoro. Yeah, really smart man, Matt Rosa, when it comes to footy. And look at that list he's built at Peel Thunder. It's not easy to build a list when there's the prospect of, you know, being held into the reserves because of free metal alignment, but he's really been smart and built things around him and, and they've, you know, along with Jeff Valentine, done a fantastic job. So, Great reward for Matt Rosa and one of the good, like you said, one of the good guys at WA football getting his just reward. So good luck to him and the family. Uh, I texted him last night and said congratulations. I think he's pretty excited. So yeah, look, really excited for him. And it's a big role, but I'm sure he'll absolutely smash it. Links up with uh, Craig Vozzo, who obviously has a connection with the West Coast Eagles. Yes, yes, a very strong connection, having uh, served as their GM of footy for quite a period of time. Mitch Woodcock with us in the West Australian, uh, certainly a focus on the Waffle Grand Final uh, this week. Any idea when Matt heads off? Obviously he won't be heading off this week, he's got uh, pressing matters with Peel ahead of a Grand Final, but any idea when he relocates? No, I haven't yet. I haven't actually had a chance to properly speak to him after the announcement yesterday. I had the day off, actually, so it was quite nice. Um, so I'll try and catch up with him in the next few days and have a chat and, and see how he's going. But I dare say it'll probably be before trade period starts, or at least in the middle of that, and definitely before the draft. Well, we certainly are in silly season for our two West Australian AFL clubs, so there's talk around player movement and, and what might happen. We know that Liam Henry's requested a trade to St Kilda, and Tyler Brockman yesterday has picked his West Australian club of choice, and it's good news if you're of blue and gold persuasion. Yeah, so there's always been a lot of speculation he was going to end up at West Coast. It's a smart move for him. I think it's going to struggle to fit in that forward line at Frio. And, and West Coast, he's about that age of that developing list where he can come in and help out in the long term. So he'll end up over there. Liam Henry's picked St Kilda, as we know, so he's going to head that way. And the Eagles have a significant interest in Matt Flynn, the GWS ruckman, who could end up playing this weekend because of um, injury to uh, Kieran Briggs. And then there's Devin Robertson at Brisbane, who's still uncontracted and more likely to stay at Brisbane than unlikely, but you never know. West Coast definitely interested in him as well. So, And the Eagles have a lot of cards in this trade period, given that they've got the number one pick of the preseason draft. So they don't have to overpay players, especially if they're out of contract. Is Sean Darcy locked in or what's going on there? Uh, it's still one of those ones, Wayne, where at the moment he's got a contract for next year and Fremantle are saying he's staying. Mm. Um, there's a three-year deal on offer from Fremantle, we believe, and it looks like he's going to sign that. So good news for Dockers fans. looks like Sean Darcy is staying. I'll tell you what, it was a good uh, Fremantle representation on Sunday, uh, not just the 11 players out there, but I think nearly every Freo Dockers listed player was down in Mantra to watch Peel in action. Um, Sean Darcy was, was there, Justin Longmuir, Jamie Graham, Peter Bell, and Liam Henry was there. There was talk about Liam Henry, you know, he's leaving the club, but clearly hasn't fallen out too badly. He was still there supporting his mates. Yeah, fantastic to see them there, and I know a lot of them will be there at the grand final as well. So, look, you know, some of those guys who are playing for spots in the best 22 next year, so a lot of them making sure they get down there to have a have a look at their mates. And obviously, Longmuir and Graham and Peter Bell have plenty of interest outside of uh, just supporting their mates and supporting the players. They want to see what these guys have got in different positions and how they work. So, yeah, look, 
plenty of female representation. I dare say they'll all be in the crowd somewhere on Sunday. Eagles are looking for a, a bit of ruck depth. There's no doubt about that. But Nick Natanui's retirement and Bailey Williams coming off a career best season. Uh, Matt Flynn is a name that's been mentioned. GWS Giants ruckman who's out of their team at the moment with Kieran Briggs playing so well. Is, is he a likely inclusion to the Eagles books at the end of this year? Well, they're really interested, Jakey, but there's a big ruck merry-go-round going around. Brody Grundy's obviously going to Sydney. Jordan Sweet from the Bulldogs is going to Port Adelaide. Geelong still want a bit of ruck depth, and there's a few other clubs as well. So be interesting to see if they can convince him to come west. It's a tough one to do. He's probably in the right age, about 26, so to come over, he'd be the number one ruckman over here and get a game every week. But, you know, is there another club out there close to the premiership window that might be able to lure him? He's an unrestricted free agent, so don't have to trade or you know, pay anything for him really is outside of the contract. So, look, the onus is on West Coast. If they want him, they've got to go and get him. Who are you looking at in the uh, preliminary finals at the AFL? Who, who's your choices there? Uh, I think Collingwood should get it done on Friday night. Uh, GWS have been absolutely fantastic, but the six-day break as well as another travel, I think, is going to be really difficult for the Giants to overcome. But I still think it'll be a close game, and I think they'll give a good account of themselves. And, and Brisbane at the Gabba is just too hard to tip against, despite the fact that I actually think Carlton are on a roll at the moment. Um, yeah, I, I'm just going to have to go with the two sides that should win their way, and it should be you know the first time these two teams have played in the grand final since 2003. Now, Mitch, I know last week Ethan and Wayne asked you about the fever situation and it seems like there's an exodus. Is everyone else staying? There hasn't been any more players who've decided to take up deals elsewhere. It's it's a bit of an unknown at the moment, isn't it, with the, the uncertainty surrounding the Super Netball in 2024? I know, and I wish I could give you guys more of an update. And, and this is legitimately, you know, you call managers, you call, talk to players and they'll tell you the same thing. They're still up in the air. They don't know what's going on. So right now, all I can say is that no other players have told the club that they're leaving. Um, there is suggestions that certain players might be out the door, but until that actually happens, I'm not going to really report or say any of it because I don't think it's actually fair to on the players at the moment. There's no deal in front of them. Um, they stopped getting paid in about 10 days. The current deal ends then. So I think it's really just about making sure that these players are okay when they feel comfortable to say that they're leaving or where they're going. That's the right thing to do. It's not like a AFL situation where there's a lot of money on the table and ready to go, where there's a bit more security. Right now, there's a lot of insecurity and unknown about this. And so I just think from the moment, it's just one of those ones where we have to sit back and wait and see. Yeah, well, integrity is something that shouldn't be forgotten in journalism. Mitch, and you're a man of integrity, and I uh, appreciate and understand you. Uh, I guess keeping the powder dry as we wait to see what happens with some of these fever players in the landscape of Super Netball. Thanks for your time this morning, and um, catch you at the grand final. Thanks, guys. Have a lovely day. Mitch Woodcock with us this morning.